Are you watching Euphoria? I watched one episode two days ago, and then I said, oh, no. Really? I can't watch it right now. It's um way too dark. I get that. Yeah. I get that. I'm not, I, I've watched every episode. Um, <laughs> I mean, I said I get it, but like. They're so long, too. I, but they're, but that's HBO. Yeah, that's right. I, when I tell you I can sit there, the thing is, the more depressed in the ship, the more I love it. It's the worst. It's my most toxic trait. I love, I love to it's be sad. It's so dark. And um, I just feel like it's hard to believe that it's high school. Was your high school right now? Girl, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> Everyone, uh, no, um, I wish. I mean, I don't wish. I do not wish, but I kind of. I mean, no, I don't. No, just I don't. the clothes. I like the makeup. I like makeup, too. And uh, I'll watch the rest of the se this season, like, later on, when it's, like, maybe not the darkness of February. Oh, yeah. Get, watch Euphoria in the summer. It's a summer show. They sure. know they, they've got us depressed winter babies, <laughs> but y'all, when is your birthday? October 16th. Ooh, a Halloween baby. Yeah, I'm a Libra. Okay, Libra. Well, okay, y'all. <laughs> hey, and welcome to A Little Bit Petty Podcast. Today we have Bianca. Hi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so nice to have you here today. It's so nice for you to be here. How's your day? Uh, what have you done so far? Nothing. I woke up. <laughs> Me? I woke up and I, what did I eat? Oatmeal? Oatmeal. Okay, oatmeal. Oatmeal, oatmeal and tea. And then, uh. I came here. I didn't do anything else. Okay. Well, I had a protein bar this morning. Yes. Um, I yes, feel protein. When, yes. when all you have is a protein bar and a glass of water, it is literally the breakfast of champions. Actually, a protein bar and then like, oh, like a coffee. Just, ooh, just You know, I just gave up coffee this like past week. <clears throat> Don't joke. <laughs> you what? I gave up coffee this last week and uh, now I drink tea every morning and it's not fun. You know how like coffee's a thing to wake up for? Yes. Tea's not the thing to wake up for. Whoa. I don't like uh I don't like it very much. I I have tried to force myself to like tea. Yeah. Um, I feel like every time I take a moment to like whenever I drink tea, it's never like I wanna drink it. It's always like, this is good for me, and then I'm like, oh my god, look at this health queen in the morning time. Yeah. Um when because I used to I'm not I'm I used to I'm actually still an addict. Um, I love caffeine. I love coffee. monsters. I've been coffee? Doing, no <laughs> coffee, Red Bull, monsters, C4. Like Dude. I know I'm trying not to. I'm so sorry. It's it's a it's a tough addiction. It's a really tough addiction where I'm just like trying to get through it. I'm trying to work my way. I need everyone to give me time and space though, so I don't freaking die from it. Um, because the other day I was working out and my heart was like... Yeah, I think it makes me calmer not to be on it, so... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that, I guess. It's one of... I, I agree with you because I also have, like, decently bird anxiety. I feel like as I've gotten older, it's gotten worse. I don't know if you felt that at all, but, like, my anxiety is up here. But then I'll drink the coffee and I'm like, whew, I can't breathe! I, I'm ready! I can't breathe! I you can't. know, I also work at a coffee shop, so now you can come get free coffee. Don't tell the the perfect cup, Chicago under the brown line. Oh yes, the perfect cup. Come uh, in and flirt with me. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, how's your dating life going? How are you doing? Oh, none at all. It's like zero right now. But is it you too? Yeah, it's Valentine's Day is in fourteen days. It could be my Valentine. We could be each other's Valentine. A queer Valentine's Day. 
LGBTQIA plus with a little heart at the end. Yep, that's the one. But um, I would love if someone came in the coffee shop and like ordered, I don't know. Is that how you want to be called? An old latte. An old latte? That's how I want. Um, to some, for someone this to This is the that. official, I'm putting it out there. Please come in and order an oat latte and I'll know. I'll know. I'll know that that's what you're doing. Be like, oh my god, thank you. As you move your bang back. I'll say, oh yeah, do you want do you want any sugar in that? Do you want any sugar in that? Do you want um do you want some oh, like milk or oh milk is so lots If you whisper oat milk. Ew, if you whisper, if someone came up to your desk and was like, Can I get some oat milk? Ew, ew, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Just just a little bit of oh. Okay. So let's go a little bit further back than okay. your dating life. Okay. Let's talk about what little you was like because you are now more of an artiste, a thespian, a a thespian. art maker, yeah. theater maker, film produce. Well, you're like trying to get into film producing too, right? Yeah, not producing necessarily, but yeah. um, I want to direct and okay. uh, I started writing recently. Okay. Yeah, so I'm excited. I've got a, I'm going to shoot a short black and white film in okay. April. Ooh, can you give us any details? Well, it's in like pre-production right now. If anybody out there listening wants to um, hold a boom, Ooh, or hold if, a if anybody wants to hold a light, does anybody want to be a, a grip? You can um, call me. Yeah. A, do you know what a boom is? Yes, I do know what a boom is. Okay. I held a boom, but they're so heavy. You've got great arms. No, but You'd be a great boom guy. They're fake. Every, everything's very much Hollywood muscle here. You know what? Do, I like, I don't know. I think it's... You, you're a boom you girl? It. No. Nope. Okay. No. You said, I do it because I like to be in the broom. Do I want to be a boom guy? Yes. yes. I do. Um, mm -hmm. If someone offered, if someone handed it to me, yeah. I'd say, yeah, I can do it. If someone would give me a load of California money. To I would, them, yeah. My ass would be like, okay, let's hit it. This sound doesn't sound too good to me, honey. <laughs> just walking around. So I'm actually directing this. I did not like this. Uh, I don't. I don't like how the pe actors are saying this. Yeah. It's not hitting the mic. Right. Oh, you're a director. Oh yeah. That's what you are. It's and an actor. You can be in. You can do you anything. You can be in the black and white film if you want. Yeah. I don't know what part you'll play, but I'll be right there. Wait, like I said, if you call me, I'm there, Bianca. Just give me two weeks in advance, and I will be there. Wow, thanks. Um, but little me, yeah, I was making yeah. stuff when I was little too. I guess. Okay. But when so when did you start getting into like art and theater and those things like that my mom was really big into like musical theater so i grew up Ooh. like doing musical theater but i'm no i'm no singer what? so i know so uh i kind of started doing plays in high school okay and then i gave it up yes for college okay i said i'm serious i'm a serious girl i'm a serious person now i'm gonna study science so i studied environmental science and mm. women's and gender studies okay and then um, I started sneaking into a theater with, class. That's where I met you. you. Yeah, exactly. We met in a voice movement class, actually. Yep. We met in voice of movement, and that was literally, you know, I always say. Oh, oh, uh, is that happening? Is that happening? Uh, I, you know, it's one of those things where you know there are some techniques about acting in theater that are great, mm -hmm. and there are some things where you're like. Some bitches never even do this. There are so many actors that don't even go through any kind of training and are just so good. Yeah. And I sometimes think uh, people can get wrapped up in the technique so much that it just... Bum, 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 bum. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. sometimes when you think too hard about something, you get a little bit worse. And, mm-hmm. like, even directors say this. Like, sometimes, like, there could be a really good actor, but if someone's better or fits the role more, That's even if they're good. not as good, they're going to get picked. Yeah. Sometimes I like working better with, like, non-actors. Yeah. Because um, they have, like, a more natural way about them as far as, like, filmmaking goes. Yeah. I think it's a little different for, like, a play or live theater. But... Yeah. Because that's technique. And my thing about technique is, like, uh, you got to speak loud and make sure that you turn out to the audience, even though everyone's like, you don't need to turn out. Don't cheat the audience. Out. Yeah, I should look at the camera. Che- oh, no, I, we don't need to look at the camera. Okay, great, great. Yeah, you can just take chat back in with the, hello, ooh, hi. I can't really see us, but, like, I know we're pretty, so. Aw. Just, mm, just a little bit. But other than that, like, you said you went into what again? Environmental science. Environmental I science. studied, like, water ecology mm-hmm. and then uh, I added another degree on for women's and gender studies okay that's very gay I don't know if you know no what did women's? you know did no you know? I, <laughs> no 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 what did you learn in women's and gender study what like piqued your interest about that um I took a like a there was like a required course so the first okay. one I took I remember I was sitting there and the I thought I was like oh my god all this is making sense to me this is all making sense to me yes <laughs> and then the teacher was like um so nice and I was like I want to make this my minor and she was like it was a really small department so as soon as someone says that they get really excited so she was like oh my god and she like she like huddled me into her arms and like walked me down make it your major sweetie. yeah and she like <laughs> she like signed all the paperwork for me she was like you're you're in and then uh, and then I just turned it into another I love that. She wanted to keep that job. She said, she, I, she was like, girl, oh yeah, you have an interest? We're going to make it your whole life. Oh yeah. So, uh, that's what I, what was one of the most interesting things you learned in like women and gender studies? Not one of the most interesting, but something that like, that really stuck with you, a conversation you had in one of those classes. Oh my God. So many things. Okay. So many things. I'm trying to think of something that really stuck out. I remember one thing that really clicked mm-hmm. for me personally when I was like, oh, this makes so much sense to me was, um. We had a conversation about body hair. Okay. And, like, I feel like, as a person, I have a lot of hair. I have a lot of body hair. Yeah. And I think uh, for so long, I was really, like, ashamed of it Mm -hmm. and, like, very um, particular about how I, you know, presented, like, the way I looked all the time. And Mm -hmm. I was, like, always, like, self-surveillance kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we were talking about how it's, like, a very, like, um, first, I don't even want to, you know what I mean, like, a very, like patriarchal way of looking at like female bodies yeah. and it's also like you know white a white thing too yeah. and like european thing so it was very interesting just talking about that with people yeah and then um kind of like being like oh i don't have to do that so taking action after and being like oh i'm gonna it was like kind of the first thing i was like i can grow my body hair out if i want and it's cool i think that's kind of yeah that was kind of like something that that really piqued your that's very interesting that's very interesting because I feel like I've had the reverse of that, really? problem because I this is the all the body Can hair. I touch your yeah, arm? of course. <gasps> so uh, this is all the body hair I've ever grown. Really? Yep. That's so interesting. And I've, then that's in, maybe like an opposite thing for like yeah. If you grow up and you're trying to like fulfill a masculine idea. Exactly. And then I realized I was non-binary. And, and you're I like, said, I don't need that. I don't need hair. First, that's also um, when you, I've noticed when people are really usually a little bit more hairy, they they go bald a little younger. My brothers. Um, <gasps> some of us have remained. Uh, both my brothers started losing their hair at 22. Oh, that's young. I'm 24. <laughs> I'm such a bitch. I fucking gave myself. That was petty. It <laughs> was petty because it's just like, well, my brothers were mean to me. And oh, so, because okay. they both had like uh, 
for a for like really really curly like wavy hair, hair yeah. and you know I was born with what I like to call Negro naps and so that four C hair and when my brothers used to just come in and like pick on me for hours and hours on the end and be like your hair is ugly like just really going off and my family was like well if you comb it out if you brush it out if you make it look like this if you make it look like this it can look nice da, 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 da. I was like but why is it not nice in the natural is. state why yeah. is it not nice in the natural state and don't get me wrong, like, I still pick my hair out now. But, like, I've gotten a lot more comfortable with um, my hair and the way that I present myself to the outside. Yeah, totally. Because, I don't know, as I got more queer and got more, like, I settled into myself a little bit more, I feel like I have found confidence in things I used to be insecure about. Same, yeah, yeah. And I think also now it's more, like, it's, like, very interesting to me, like, the way that I comport myself and mm -hmm. like in my queerness I think um, a lot of times I'm like looking for like to present myself in a way that is like mm -hmm. contrary to the norm okay so like finding things that like feel really right to me because they are different you know do you know what I mean me, I know exactly what you mean like sometimes like I'll like there are some things where I look at it and I'm like I shouldn't be wearing this but this is cute I shouldn't be wearing yeah that like this morning I was like what am I gonna wear and uh, my mom hates this shirt because, well, she doesn't hate, that's like a strong word. She thinks that it's like two nipples, which it kind of does. It is two nipples. And it's like... I actually yeah, like it. They're flowers, and, but, um, and then the, I think it's confusing because the shirt is like the color of my skin. You said naked? And so I said, oh, that's what I want this morning. Uh, how did your, uh, I've been asking, literally, I've had so many gay guests to it. Uh, I've been like, how did your coming out happen? Like, was it easy? Um, was it hard? Was it a process? It was long. I think, um, you know how you obviously probably know you have to come out to yourself first. Ugh. Even though you like already always, you like known forever, but you still have to come out to yourself. You it's so your, annoying. It's the moment when you look at yourself in the mirror like, I'm... And you say, I'm gay. I'm gay. And, and you have a single tear. It, it is. <laughs> gay people are so dramatic. I fucking so hate dramatic. it. So dramatic. Um, so I did that probably, mm -hmm. but I was four, I think I was 14 when I finally had like a word for what I felt like. Mm -hmm. I think I always like kind of knew that I liked girls essentially. And, okay. Um, but when I was 14, I finally was like, oh, there's a word for it. And so when I came out to myself, I was like, picture this, I'm on the ground of my childhood bedroom. Okay. It's all the walls are blood red. That's the that's what I chose to paint okay. it because I was really angsty. Yes. Um, and I'm I love that. Lying on the ground journaling really hard i'm journaling so hard and i was like why does am i about to say her name maybe she will never watch this her name was Brittany woods and she was a senior and she had just graduated and i was like why does why did she have to leave this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me and i was like crying and crying and i was like describing her in detail like very romantic and then mm -hmm. i think i wrote what am i gay what am i ah, what am i gay and then i was like my brain like shut down and I was like, oh no. And so I took my journal, I literally like ripped it up and threw it away in the garbage. <laughs> the whole journal. That, I, that's so. It's very dramatic. It's very dramatic, but I love it. Yeah, thank you so much. So that was when I came out to myself. Okay. That, I, that is very interesting. It's always interesting when someone talks about their coming out experience because you think every story is going to be exactly, like, very similar. Mm -hmm. But no, everyone's really different. And when I came out, it was just, so coming out, um, uh, uh, um, uh, um, um, uh, um, Get it out, get it out. Uh, but as I get older and understand myself a little bit more, like, I've had, like, 
two coming outs of being like, oh, I am gay, then now I'm genderqueer, mm-hmm. what do these things mean? And like, I remember sitting there one day, I was like, why does everything have to have labels? Like, why can't we just be people? <laughs> why can't we be people? Why can't we, because, like, when you're younger, like, I keep going back and forth on labels. Yeah. Because some days I'm like, labels are things that empower me. And other days I'm like, labels are things that, like, uh, confine, confine you. Mm-hmm. And so, I never know, like, what, like, what I'm actually, like, doing sometimes. I'm just like, I'm just trying to live my best queer life and just move through space and like when you are queer or gay and like you are more of a prominent person like a person with a more like like a bigger personality people like come to you with a lot of questions yeah and you're like like um um <laughs> um I don't know I don't know you need to figure it out like I'm just I'm just like a gay queer person just trying to be and just living my life do people come to you a lot and like I don't know about you but uh I have a lot of people who like reach out to me, like baby queers, which I love. I think it's very sweet, doesn't bother me, but do a lot of baby queers reach out to you? Yes, baby queers or people who are just like, um, like, when did you know? I'm like, it's one of those things, I'm like, if you're asking the question, you probably already know. <laughs> if you didn't, listen, if you did not go on the internet and Google, am I gay quiz and take that quiz, I don't know if you actually are queer, because I think you have to take that. I. On BuzzFeed, am I gay? LOL. Do you like the same gender? Maybe. It was like, I remember, I feel like there was like this one quiz where I was like, do you wear short shorts? And I was like, no. But, but do I, I? But do I, I want to? And the answer is yes. I got older and realized that answer was 120% yes. And I just think it's really interesting like how the world is continuing to move in a certain space and like how queer people are being so accepting now. Accepted That's, now. yeah. Well, a lot more accepted. I also feel like there's a counterculture that's happening. Yeah. Where there's like the super Republicans now where they're just like, it feels like they just want clickbait. Yeah. But. Yeah, there's been a lot of change just like in the past five years. I, yeah. I like think about it. Honestly, I know that this is not really to do with too much because it's like politicky, I guess. Okay, you can talk about it. Ever. But, um, you know, like, when gay marriage became legal? Yes. I feel like that's when things started to change, like, a little more rapidly. Exactly. Um, which I think is very interesting. And then it's hard to tell, though, because I came out, like, to the world around the same, like, couple years after that. I came out in 2019? Yeah. To, like, on Instagram to everybody. Um, and so it was, like, my journey, like, kind of mashed up with that flow. So it's kind of hard to tell. I was like, did I change or is the world changing? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, oh no, yeah. now you're making me think. Uh, I kinda... Like, am I more accepting of myself now, or is the work because I went through my like journey of finding myself essentially, or is it because you know society is changing, or is it like a double? You know, maybe it's both. But yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. I do think it's a little bit of both because we were just lucky. We yeah. were real lucky that we came out during this time because oh, we came yeah. out around similar, like 2019, 2020? Yeah, 2019. Yeah. I will say, I have a question for you. Yeah. When I first met you, I was like, oh, this is a fellow queer in arms. Oh. And, but you, but then you were like, and then I was like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Oh, <laughs> well, I just had a partner at the time, a girlfriend okay. at the time, and I was just like, Okay, well, I don't need to tell people I'm gay, Like, but also, I was just sitting there. I was like, well, I was also madly in love with this person, and oh, so, but okay. I was also like, 
very queer. Yeah. And like, it was like this battle and I was like, oh, I'm just pansexual. Literally, literally, the thing is, I think labels help me kind of understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Because like, when I tell you, when I first started thinking like, uh, I liked uh, uh, guys too, with my, with my partner, I was just, it was such a stressful time. But they were honestly one of the best people Aww. to have during that period of time. Because they were like, she was like, I'm gay too. And I was like, you know what, you're right. I was like, we love to hear it. Yes. That's what we like to hear. Now we don't talk anymore, but that's okay. Uh, you know, you know what? People change. People break up. It's okay. I, and that's okay. I have relationships that I don't, you know, people I don't stay in contact with anymore either. But it's. And that's tea if you want to get into that. Tea. I'm just kidding. Um, but we're going to have to take a quick break. Okay. Um, a quick little break. We'll be right back, y'all. And we'll come back to maybe one of the exes that we were talking about. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. And hello, welcome back. Um, let's, we brought up something a little bit during the break of relationships and how queer people just suck at it. Queer really people bad. S- really, really bad. I like to think that I'm good at it, though. Me too. Well, I, I am good at it. Yeah. You know, I, we all, we all have our flaws. We all have our flaws. We all have our flaws, but, but I. But we don't have. We don't have flaws. Big flaws. No. We don't have those. Any flaws, really. No. Well, it's... I don't understand why. <sighs> okay. I will say... I'm going to talk about my dating life in the past okay. year. And whenever you want to open up or chime in... Go Great. Right I'll ahead. like... I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll bounce off of you. <sighs> this past year. Mm-hmm. I have... Greatly, I've had one person, one of my exes that we actually made up and have a really good relationship now. That's rare and nice it is rare and we're actually close friends now like it's crazy they were on the first episode of the podcast oh so oh like, i saw them well i saw the picture i didn't watch yet yeah I will you should they looked really cute they whatever <laughs> let me not 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 um let me not blush too much i mean i don't get anyone ugly so <laughs> that's true you know what? That's not true. Is that not true? No, don't call people ugly. Oh, 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 you're I mean, it's not, it's not true. No one is ugly. All people are beautiful. All, everyone is beautiful. Yes. They're just people with ugly personalities. Yeah. I will say, I vibe, I, for me, it's more important, like, the energy I get when I'm with somebody. Yeah. More than what they look like. Do you have a type? What's your type? Kind of. Uh, kind of. I, the thing is, I do have a type in the sense of, like, I just want someone who's taller than me. Oh. But... That's hard. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So, like, literally, it's just, like, I just have to be attracted to you. Like, I, like, and sometimes personality does come, like, some, a lot of times someone gets cuter as I get to know the personality. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, being gay, like, everyone looks a little, everyone is a very similar aesthetic of, like, oh, kind of muscly, uh-huh. um, kind of, like, sculpted faces. Yeah. And I'm also close to, like, an area where there's a lot of white people. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I just need to move somewhere else that has a little bit more color to yeah. it. Because I love Boys Town and Andersonville and all these things, but mm-hmm. it is very yeah. Girl, it's, it's giving very much mayonnaise on burger. Um, <laughs> oh, like I uh-uh. mayonnaise on burger. Damn. Well, it's one of those things where like I love that. It's some people. I, think I it, love that saying. Sorry. It's it's true. Um, <laughs> and not and thing is, I always say like there are some like there are some white people that I've dated and they're just great, mm-hmm. but they're like I will say that it's more of like a 70-30. Because I remember sitting there, and I was talking to this guy about um, how I'm an advocate for, like, trans lives and, like, black lives. And they were like, I just don't. And I was, he was like, I just it's, don't get it all. Like, it just seems like so much. You know what I mean? Like, what are we fighting for anymore? And I was just like. Ew, what? I, 
I know. I was sitting there. I was like, ugh. Not y'all being the kind of Gandy Moore's supposed to be at the top, the forefront of like everything that's like politically aware almost. I mean, yeah. that's a lot of pressure on Gandy. That is a lot like, of pressure, but but you're right. Though. It, it kind of you know is what I mean? true. Like, like you're, I don't know. I don't want to go on a dating career person and be like, they're like, I hate black people. LOL. Just kidding, but not you. <laughs> but not you. That's horrible. I'm so sorry. What has been one of the worst dates you've been on? And oh, like, okay. Yes. I guess that probably it's not that bad. Just bored. Well, have I had any terrible dates? I'm trying to think. The first one that came to mind was I went on a Tinder. I tried to do a Tinder date once a year around my birthday to be okay. healthy. I love that for so, you. Thank you. Um, because I don't like I don't like tin like I don't like meeting people I've never met before. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I so I went on this date with this girl called Emily. Okay. And we were like, okay, we're, so we went to Kopi Cafe, great little cafe. You okay. just like sit on the floor. Have you oh, been there? No. It's a really weird vibe, something weird. Is it in Chicago? There. It's in Chicago, it's in Andersonville. So you sit on the floor. I'm about to go to this. And I cute. drank blueberry tea. And some more tea, okay. Some more tea, I'm <laughs> tea girl. Queen, she said, I don't like tea, but I drink tea. it. Oh, milk. Um, so I just, uh, we were sitting there drinking tea, and it was like an interview. Yeah. Which is horrible. You no. shouldn't be like interviewing oh. here. Date, you know what I mean? So it felt like an hour long interview. And then it hit like, it started at two o'clock and it ended at three o'clock. Like her phone like said three o'clock exactly. And she was like, all right, time to go. And she like stood up and left exactly an hour. And I was like, that went really bad. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you have a type? Was there, like, is there a person that like. Yeah, I fall in love with, um, anytime I see a play, I fall in love with, you know, one of the. One of the actors. I love that. I don't know why that's always the case. Or um, attracted to talent. I mean, that's exactly okay. I love talent and mm. I love competency. Someone mm. who's competent is way hot. Girl, and if you're in a play, you gotta be competent. You gotta be competent. You know, every play I have a crush. Um, yeah, I would say my type is like, yeah, talent. I was gonna say like very specific things, but I'm just thinking of a specific person. But you know, just to, <laughs> say there. I was kidding. I can't say their names. Don't say their names because you know. Actually, I don't think she would really care that much. It's a past crush. It's over. Okay, it's a past crush. You don't it's have to bring it up. Past crush. I'm still have a crush on her. <laughs> but me. But it's in the past, so it's, it's over. Like I'm not looking at it anymore. I don't look at it anymore. But I just when you post a picture on Instagram, it's like I just like it a lot. Yeah. Just like a lot. She played the cello. <sighs> That's hot. That Who is hot. Cello? Like, well, and I've never heard someone sing better. <laughs> you say we played the cello. I was like, I played the cello. You're like, wow. I said, hold on. Let me put this hand right back down. Let me put this in. <laughs> you play the cello, but you, you play it. I'm sure you play it well. I used to play it well. I don't play it well anymore. Okay. I'm way, way out of practice. <laughs> but, oh my God. I, I it's hard. It's hard when you, like, someone breaks up with you. And not breaks up with you or you have a crush on someone and they, and, like, they like you too and they're, and you just, yeah. and you're sitting there like, I just don't want to, like, but if you could just love me. <laughs> she could just love me. That would be great. If you're listening, just love me. Period. No, I think, um, you know, I don't look on it, like, I'm not upset, but, you know, she liked me too for a brief period of time. And it was like really like romantic. We were emailing each other. Emailing? What? You know, romance. And so we were emailing. Okay. Like twice a day. And it was so much in like sending each other poetry. Okay. Yeah. And then she, and then someone else came into the picture. Um, I hate to see that. I know. It's a bummer. But now we're friends, so. Yeah. She cuts my hair. That probably just gave it away. Okay, but well. She gave me my. 
It looks really good. You know what? You know what? She still has enough energy to put towards you to give you a great Do you haircut. Hear it? Yeah. yeah, and she's so smart and talented. Oh, see, this is the problem. You said, and this is why? And this is why? I don't know. You know what? You know, who? I... Who knows? Who, know, who knows? And we don't know a, the future. We don't know the future. And as a person who has had crushes and still has crushes on people, man, they... You know what? At least there was a moment that they responded to something. Maybe maybe it wasn't long, but it was like, okay, you know It was what? like a brief spot in the sun. Yeah, I, I want that brief My spot in the sun. My day in the sun. You'll get it, Justin. I hope. Because I'm just... Like, it's hard. Because, like, with gay culture, like... It's really easy to slip into being a whore. Uh, <laughs> well, at least for me. Let me say that. For me, personally, it was really easy to slip into being a whore. And I hated that. But also, like, it was also empowering. Because I was like, yeah, I can no, finally you. control my sexuality. But at the same time, I was just like... Go you. I was just like... I've never been very in control of my sex. I'm very, like, I would say... Just... Scared of my sexuality. sexuality in general. I think I like kind of like I don't I think I'm at ease with it now, but mm-hmm. like it's not my it's not your my like, forte. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I that's how I really was for I guess until I was like until I met um, my partner in college. Like yeah. I was just I barely kissed anyone. Like I was just very much like that. I I had my first kit for all you youngins, yes. the baby queers out there, I didn't have my first kiss till I was 23. Oh my gosh. Which is, some people would say late. I yeah. don't think it felt regular, normal yeah. for me, but um, it's going to happen for you. Don't worry. Wait, wait, hold on. I think I had the, my brain just 23? Yeah. How was it? It was um, not the greatest. Was it? It was like really wet. <laughs> <laughs> They they went into the tongue. They said, yeah, oh. it was like, kind of gross, and it was like a full three hour like makeout session. Three, hours. love that. Yeah, and it was, it was with my supervisor in our boss's bed. How we got to that position, don't know. Love but, that for you. But it was like it was a good a good. It's a fun story now, but um, yeah, I was a late bloomer. So you could twenty three. I'd never kissed anyone before that. It's that's insane. Yeah, that's. That's kind of late, like late, you know. It's not that like I like. I guess for me, when I kiss the person of my same sex, it actually was. I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna bleep this out, but I just want your bleeping. reaction. Bleeping it here. Ooh, girl! I can't believe she said that. <gasps> yes, yes. That's so bad. I know. Who was it? It was. Uh. Uh. Do I know them? It was. It was a person, and I. Know. It was fun. Oh my god! Let me tell you something. It was it was college was like it was one of those moments. I shouldn't say this part. You can always but cut I, it out I can always come and out. leave the viewers hanging and, and leave y'all hanging. Um, but let's just say there was a moment when I went into this person's like let's just say they, no, they were my don't boss. Say, no, okay. Yeah, they were my boss and like or like someone that like was a higher level than me. Yeah. And I went into their office mm-hmm. and gorgeous top to bottom. Beautiful, and I went in, and when I tell you, no, just it was in. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We're gonna bleep out. No, we're not. No, we're not. No. But it was. It was. Let's just say. I'll tell you a little bit more after two. Okay. It was. There was this chair, and I looked at this chair, and I said, "Go sit." 
And I said, no. I said, this man was like at least 15 years older than me, but I was serving very much dominatrix okay. bottom as girl. Long, as long as you feel like you had, con- you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I was definitely um, in control of the situation. It wasn't, it wasn't anything that like, I guess they weren't my, they were my second. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say first because there was this one DL person that, whatever. Well, I guess I don't care. My, I, I did once um, touch tongues with a girl called Allison in first grade. Love. I said, <laughs> while I was gay from a young age, I was like, hey, Allison. It was like computer class. I was like, dare you to touch your tongue with my tongue. Yes! She said, queer <laughs> bitch. So, yeah, but from first grade to 23, nothing. So. You know what? You know, we, re- we, we regress. That's we, all. We regress and. And then yeah. you're reborn. Yeah, see, after after I left college, I was reborn. Yeah, we're reborn. That's reborn. Awesome. Reborn. <laughs> I, I will say that there have been a lot of sticky situations that I've gotten myself into. It's just because, like, I think the worst thing about me is, like, I'm one of those people that if you tell me you like me, like, I'm like, oh, oh you like me? Like, uh, uh. But, like, I don't know where this, like, lack of confidence comes from because mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm a very, like, I usually have so much confidence except when it comes to my love life. Mm-hmm. And that's when I get a little bit more, like, shaky about, like, Me too. my confidence. Yeah, I'm much more confident in, like, my career life and just that kind of thing and my artistry, I guess. My artistry. Your artistry. I'm an artist. Speaking of, didn't um, you, like, you, when was, like, ugh, one of the last films you made got selected to be in a, um, um, oh, yeah, a film festival, a film which festival. is exciting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, talk more about that. What's the film about? Get us into that. Um, it's a weird film. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm, it's not my most, I'm not most proud of that work, but I really liked the process of making it. Okay. Um, it was called Birthday, and it was like a, about a ritual, like, um, well, actually, I didn't write the ritual itself. I just wrote the screenplay. So it, mm-hmm. I, it was a play that I saw here in Chicago. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. I want to film it. So it's like this ritual that a cis man goes through. And, like, um, it's very, like, uh, magic-y okay. kind of thing. So basically, um, this I cast this guy, and he gets led into the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like lured into the woods and you know how when women get lured into the woods they get murdered usually yeah he came out of the woods better so we like lured into into the woods and then they did this like big ritual on him to rebirth him okay and then he would it's kind of like you know not strictly said but then he um then he just like leaves the woods and you find out that like these this group of like people has been luring lots of men into the woods. Love that. And like just like changing men one at a time. Waking up men. Honestly, yeah. it needs Waking to happen. Waking up men. But yeah, I got got into a film festival, just a small one, a Chicago one, which was um exciting. That's very exciting. Yeah. No, like that's a really big achievement. That's so cool. Thanks, Justin. And if you ever decide to send it to somebody, me. Oh. Um, I would love to watch it. Okay, <laughs> deal. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I want people to I think uh, the next one I'm excited about I've got a short film right now in post-production Ooh. that is actually kind of about like what we've been talking about like being reborn and okay. like, kind of you know how like you know like your little queer self when you're like a little kid yeah and then like the world's like no you're not queer you're not queer you're a straight person straight and uh, you oh my god yeah, yeah. baby uh, this is this is uh, back in Detroit no, it's not. Like, not even here. <laughs> not even. And then um, how you kind of have to go through, like, finding the pieces that matter to you of yourself yeah. and kind of putting it back together. And, um, yeah, but it's an experimental short. It's going to be, like, five minutes long. So I'm excited about that one. You Do, do you lean more towards experimental film? Um, just right now, I didn't go to film school. I, I studied science and women. Mm-hmm. So I didn't uh, know anything about filmmaking. 
So I'm kind of making my own career, like education type thing. So yeah. I'm starting with like things that are easy is the wrong word. It's not easy. It's just like things that I feel like I'm like, okay, this will build up. So I started with like a really short narrative and I'm doing like an experimental. I want to do a black and white in the spring, like Ooh. I said. Um, and that one will be like 20 minutes, I hope. So I'm building up to making like a feature. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I, that's so cool. That's Thank so you. cool. I love, I'm a, other person who's a, a former film. Honestly, that was one of my worst decisions when um, a teacher convinced me that I did not need to do film and theater. <gasps> I know. Um, uh, is it? Yep. Um, oh. I know. It was like, I was in a place. I, I was in a place where I was trying to figure it out. I was like, film just a lot. And then they're like, just drop film. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I remember yeah. saying, like, I don't know, but it was one of those things where, like, you know, you trust the people that, like, are older than you. And, and they tell usually, you what to do. Exactly. And I was in sophomore year of college, and I just, I look back, and I'm like, I could have had so many more career opportunities if I learned how to edit these things perfectly. Actually, I had, the first year of film school was really hard. And this, I got through, the, like, the, the second year, and then I stopped. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I know the basics of it. I know how to edit. I know how to do, like, all the normal things. But I wish I got to, because the last two years are all about being creative. Mm-hmm. And understanding film a little bit more that way, yeah. and I only released like two film, like two or three films, and they're like these are really good. And then when yeah. I quit, they were like, "Why did you leave? Why did you leave?" Oh, and I was just in, I was like, "My theater. I promise that I'll continue to make film." And you I did, but like, like, yeah, you can do it now. I mean, I um, because you don't really need to do school. You don't really have to do school to do what you want. I think exactly. I when unless I you're a doctor, then take unless that. you're a doctor, then go to the please go to the please go to the school. doctor because I'm not about to go to you if you tell me that you know to do a surgery. You need to go to school. You need to go to school for that. <laughs> but um, when I decided I wanted to do film, I I had just watched, um, well, I guess maybe this wasn't just when I decided, but I watched this movie called Wild Nights with Emily, okay. which is about Emily Dickinson. It's like a queer, um, well, Emily Dickinson was a queer woman. She was in love with, you know, her brother's wife. And so, I know, that's the tea. And so, that movie, I was like, oh my God, that movie was like, it was a beautiful movie. I thought like, something in me like just was like blooming I was like I love this and so I found the director and then mm. I like really creepily found her email on like the internet yes and um I reached out to her I emailed her and I was like hi I'm a scrappy girl from Ohio will you please take me on as like a will you be my mentor type thing um and she was like yes sure which is wild yes yeah so I've been doing a year-long um I work for her now now I, which is nice but probably six months of internship and she taught me you know how like films are put together and like mm -hmm. how different uh, films are like cut together for different reasons things like that and um yeah so that's been really cool so you can re just reach out to people that you want to learn from yeah i mean hmm, that's good to know great movie it's on hulu if you want to watch it okay. it stars molly shannon wait say it again what's the name wild nights with emily and i actually think i've heard of this movie Probably from me talking about it. Yeah, I probably heard it from you when we were in um, Virginia. Virginia, yeah. Girl, I love. I would honestly. Tell me about Virginia. What that, did you think about Virginia? It was nice. It was yeah. so like honestly, you know, in in the little bubble of Virginia, it was really nice to be in Virginia. <laughs> like to look at the cow, kind of walk out and kind of relax and film a movie at the same time. Yeah. It was like I was sitting there. I was like, oh. This is, I needed that break. The cows. The cows. The, and everyone. It felt like the everyone milk. was the milk. <laughs> The oh, oh and you got poured. Oh, you know what? I guess I guess we can't talk about it. Oh, much. I don't. I don't know. Let's. Oh, 
You're right. That's the that's the that's the martini. That's shot, the martini calling it. Oh yeah. Well, actually, we could probably talk about it. There's a scene where something happens where milk is poured. Yes, milk is poured. And uh, it's not oat milk. It's not oat milk. It's I think it's, it's dairy. Yes. <laughs> that like looking because I get to see a little bit of that um yeah. on like the the, uh, the playback. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. um, I was looking at this scene. Oh, like this scene alone. It would be so weird of the context of the rest of the film. So fun. What a fun time. It was. It was a very fun time. Real milky. But Real... I I want to act, too. If anybody wants to hire me as an actor. Sorry, okay. I thought I'd put that out there. Hey, actor. <laughs> Please hire me. Ha- I'm an actor. Hire, hire us? Uh, Euphoria? We're actors. We're actors. Um, huh! There you go. That's all my acting I can give you today. <laughs> That's all the acting I can give you today. Um, So... La- let's 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 kind of round this off a little bit. Okay. You said that is that also your favorite movie? It's I, one of my favorites. What do you think your favorite is? My favorite comedy is But I'm a Cheerleader. Ooh. Which I'm supposed to see today at the Music Box. But I'm a Cheerleader. <gasps> oh my god. I've never heard of that. Never heard of But I'm a Cheerleader with Natasha Lyonne. No. And Clea Duvall. No, is it like one directed of those... by Jamie Babbitt? <laughs> Wait, is it one of those campy movies? Kind of. She's sent to a conversion therapy camp. I okay. I have heard of this because RuPaul's in it too, right? RuPaul's in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I have heard of this. She plays like he plays like a quote unquote straight man who is like trying to make everybody like their gender again. It's very again. You know what I mean? It's so it's so camp. Well, not they all wear like if you're if you're you wear pink or you wear blue, and then they make you like chop wood, and they make you they make you like wash the floors and it's really funny and it holds up really well okay so and it was in the 90s i think then i need to definitely watch it because yeah. i love like campy sh- well not campy but like like things like that that kind of like kind of make fun of the norms that were kind of like being put into place with us because sometimes i think like mm, i go back and another thing i go back and forth on is like wokeness because i'm just like i'm very woke person i'm like is there a limit is how woke well you can does be. Does the limit exist? Does the limit exist? I was like, I was like, is what I'm doing now could that be seen as problematic later? Later, probably. I always think like the kids when you know when we're old, they're gonna be like, oh, you, you, you. I know. I'm just because I do drag, and someone, <laughs> some I saw a post today. They're like, drag is not a gender expression. It's basically blackface for women. And I sat there and I was like, what? I, 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 uh, thought, I, I don't know. That's fair though, because it's like a long history of like drag being. You know. More of a gender expression? expression. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a fair... What it, do you think? I... I don't know. I'm I, not a bit... I, I'm not, not a fan... Of, I, I'm not a fan of drag. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know anything about drag except that, like... It's one of those things where I see it more as, like, a, a gender expression of myself because mm-hmm. I usually go by they, them, or she, her pronouns. And it's kind of helped me kind of develop who I kind of want to grow as an individual. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who knows, like, if I'm going to start taking estrogen and all those other things. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But um, it's one of those things where, like... I found it such a freeing, empowering experience for me. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I came at it from a direction of like, this is more me being like gender expressing myself and trying to like, uh, because I uphold black women and just women in general mm-hmm. to such a high standard. I love to present myself as like an elite like black woman and kind of like feel myself in that way. And I don't know, like I, I never went into drag thinking to make fun of women. Mm-hmm. I just went into drag thinking of, I'm pretty. And yeah. like, I, I, and, and I think there are people who do the other thing, mm-hmm. 
and I think that's what's gonna get people in trouble. But like yeah. for people like me who was just like, I just want to gender express, and I like right. and I like to be this other person who's very much a lot like gives a lot more feminine energy, and like yeah. that's all I'm getting. That's such an interesting take that you brought up. Like that person whoever brought that up is such an. I feel like um, I don't think I agree. I don't. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I need to read into it. But I don't think I agree with what that person said because, you know, like you're impersonating like what cis cis women like we can get over it. <laughs> Do you know what and, I mean? Like it's not. And it's way different than like blackface. That's like way, shouldn't compare. It's like comparing two things that shouldn't be compared. It's literally, it's a, it was it was actually from um, a conservative website because uh-huh. sometimes like thing is I will look at a conservative website just to be like. What's going on what's, over there? What's going on over there? Like, what are, like, because if you don't pay attention to both sides of the mm-hmm. story, then uh, you're going to be lost. And if someone tries to come at you, you can always have something to come back with. But, and yeah. I remember sitting there and I was just like, okay. Well, like, and the thing is, in my mind, like, I did understand the point they were trying to get to mm-hmm. in the sense of, like, I don't think anyone should do anything that hurts other people. Right. But I do think people should do things that empower them. And I think drag empowers more people mm-hmm. rather than make fun of women. At least at this... Oop, not my timer. At least at this point in time. Yeah, I think so. And speaking of that, we are going to take a break here. That's, that was my timer of a break. But we're going to take a break here and we'll be back in one moment to talk to Bianca <gasps> about, you know, being petty. <laughs> and just like the name says, we're going to get a little bit petty. So we'll see y'all in a second. Okay, y'all. Hey, we're back. And I just want to start off by saying, if you hear that little tick, 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 that's my mother tucking radiator. I'm going to try to fix it in post, but if you hear it, it's just because my house is trying to get warm, and I do notice it, and I'll try to make sure the problems happen next podcast. But back to where we were. Yeah. Okay. Um. So what's one of the most petty things that happened to you or, like, something that happened to someone else? That some... That happens to you or, or happened to you? To me. You Wait, did. Happened to me or happened to me? Happened to you. Happened to you or, happened or something that me. you did? Something that I did. Yes. That was like really petty. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Come on, question. I'm really good at this. I'm a great host. I love it. <laughs> um, the first thing that came to mind is I kind of, I realize it's a little sad, I guess. But okay. when I was in high school, I used to, I used to keep lists. I was a big list keeper. Okay. Um, so when someone said something like homophobic, I would I would write their name down okay. and I keep a list. And so you all better watch out, my old high school friends, because I know what you said. I have it written down. And uh, do you still have the journal? No, it's well. I mean, in my childhood home, it's somewhere. Mm, Didn't throw that one away. Do you ever do you ever look at your journals like back like when you go back home? I have, I've tried not to do that, okay. <laughs> it's just embarrassing, it's really cringy. Even things that you write like a year ago are cringy, do you get that? Girl, I, I even, I've, I've been journaling, I wrote something a month ago where I was like, I hate, like, I was like, I hate my parents right now, they're being so frustrating, and then I was like, but I can never truly hate them, because yeah. they're my parents. And I was like, this is a month ago, bitch. <laughs> But, like, I also feel like when you like, your journal is personal, so, like, you can write however you want. Yeah, it's true. Well, I, when I was young, I would write with the thing, like, with the idea that, um, that I was going to be famous one day, and that, um, someone was going to find my journal, like, thousands of years from now. Yes. And they're going to be like, oh my god, this brilliant woman. They said, gone too soon. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. 2,000 years in the future, I was, like, imagining myself as, like, the... Sap, like the Majin Sapo is? No. Oh, like the first the first lesbian, basically. She was like 
on the island of Lesbos. Have you heard of the island? No, I haven't heard of the island of Lesbos. What? (laughs) Wait, wait, go back. Say it one more time. The island of Lesbos. Her name is Sappho. That's where you get sapphic from. You know how like women, like queer women are sapphic? No? What does sapphic mean? S-P-P-H-I-C. Sapphic, it means like, like Sappho, like gay. Like kind of like lesbian-y. Oh! Specifically lesbian. Is this like Greek goddess or is this she like... She wasn't a goddess, she was a real person. She was a Greek um, poet. And she just had an island A poet of... from the island of Lesbos. And that's... like Greek mythology, like from the Greek era. Like ancient Greece. And that's where like the term, like the base term of lesbian comes from? Yeah. That's well, yeah. That's yeah, insane. Yeah. is that interesting? Because she was great. She was writing these like, flowery poems. And uh, just like sleeping with lots of women, she had lots of lovers, and I, I was love like, "That's that. I want to be that." You said I want to be that iconic when I grow up, and yeah. I get that. Me too. And so that's what I was journaling with the idea that you said, someone someday is gonna be like, "Wow, look at that! What did she write?" She's about so her, smart. Her class in the two thousand, whatever year. The two thousand, yeah, whatever year, whatever era that was. Two thousand ten. Yeah. I. I strangely have been a part of one of those quote unquote lists. Mm-hmm. Not for being homophobic, but um We've all been a little homophobic, I'm sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I remember when I was young girls, I remember exactly saying this to my friends on the phone when we were talking about gay rights and I was just like, Well, I don't really care for them or their lifestyle, but I don't think we should talk bad about them. Wait, that's so good. I have a very clear memory um, of like when I was kind of coming out to myself when I was 14, I was yeah. on a tennis team and someone was like, um, I don't know, I came up in the conversation at like a tennis meet and I was like, well, I don't understand. Why don't, well, if they like, if girls who like girls, why don't just, why don't they just, why don't girls just like feminine boys? Love that. <laughs> Love that. Like trying to work out how gender worked in my head. You said feminine boys. Why don't why don't girls just like feminine boys and then they don't have to be gay? <laughs> you know so what? Dumb. So and everyone was like, "Shut up, Bianca." <laughs> Bianca was like, "I'm woke." I was like, I was way ahead of the game, you guys. <laughs> Your the way that your mind works. I love I. <laughs> that I wish I thought like that. Do you? I don't, I mean, it was a... Not really, but like... It's funny, because now it's kind of like, now it's like almost like a woke thing to have said, but like, at the time, it was coming from a homophobic place, so it's kind of a bit weird. Back in the day, you were awful. Now, you're great. Now, I was like, brilliant. (laughs) The girls are like, feminine boys, ah, I'd love to see it! (laughs) I was like, coming up with what non-binary meant. Is that me? No, that's you. No, just a spam call. Sorry. Sorry for my phone going off twice. One Seems of, like you don't want to be here. Uh, hold on, let me get out of here. Okay. Actually, it's on silent mode. I don't know why it rang. Whatever. Famous, I don't know. Too much I don't money. I know, it's just we have too many people who are interested yeah. in us. Mm-hmm. So. Um, um, about going back to the list, <laughs> that's, when I tell you, like, I was literally sitting there and um, someone put a list on, like, the classroom wall before the teacher walked in. No. And it... <laughs> Is a exactly list of what? Judy. Um, and I remember it was like, and all the guys were like, oh my god, I can't believe the girls made this list. And of course, I was I was friends with the most attractive people. Yeah. And my friend was like, I got number one. And they're like, and everyone was like, yes. And everyone was talking about that. And then someone was like, I got a seven. I literally did like this. I said, 16. 
out of 18? No. Oh, oh, my ego. No. And I... that, from that moment on, like, I was like, I trust no one. I'm ugly, period. No. It, well, it's that's because horrible. four more lists came out after that. That is like euphoria. Don't they do that in euphoria? Imagine that with... Things like it? Yes, but imagine that with drugs. Yeah, you know what I mean? But So, like, the list is a little bit more, like, toxic. You know what I mean? And I... I would think of it a bit more like Degrassi, where it's just... More like Degrassi. A little bit more like... You're right. It's... I see what you're saying. It... It was awful. I remember sitting there, I was just like... I remember sitting there, I was like, the girls don't know anything about beauty. And I remember sitting go back to the next scene, and I was like... And I went through the phase where, like, I, when I went home and told my mom, like, I'm ugly. And she was like, you're not ugly. And I was like, thanks, mom. Yes, I am. No. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at high school, you don't believe your parents for shit. And I didn't believe my mom when she told me literally anything. And yeah. that's why, that's why our relationship is a little complicated now. But it's, you know, you know what? I'm the person who I am now. And that's all I can Oh, and say. you're beautiful. You're the top. Are you kidding? Hey, at least Gorgeous number... Gorgeous people? Number seven in number Chicago. Number one, one in my book. Stop, you better not. I, I I, think that um, a lot of people back in high school have realized how beautiful I am. And unfollow me. Um, <laughs> you know, it's high school, so I haven't thought about high school a lot. No, me neither. I fair, but like this is like a, the most I've talked about it in like a really long time. It's kind of funny. A little triggery. <laughs> for me every single podcast I have to like like think about high school I think about high school or like a little piece of me where I'm like well time to open up yep um but also like trying to make people funny so laugh y'all these are jokes hit it hit that comedy button hit that laugh button laugh at us okay um has anything had petty happened ever to you has anything petty happened to me yes oh my god my words I hear ya I feel you um yes Yes. Say their name. Okay, don't say, say their, their names. Name. I can say their name because she gave me permission to tell. It's oh like my god. Okay, hair. Wait gonna, a minute. Y'all, hold my, on. Take my hair out. It's a little messy. Remember, um, she's single and independent. <laughs> That's me. Thank you. Single and independent. Have you heard that song? Um, What's that song? I already forgot it. Okay. Independent woman. I-N-D-P-E. No, that's not the song that I'm thinking of, but it's fine. Now I think Missy Elliott sings it. Well, look at it. Google it. Google it. And then, actually, I'll Google it and put the song underneath here. Or I'll forget. What was I supposed to say again? Oh, uh, what, I petty, what happened to me. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of weird food situations happen to me because I guess I haven't learned my lesson, which is... So my roommate, her name is Lolo. She's the she's just like resplendent. Love her. I the love Lolo. Person ever. We love Lolo. She's so smart. She's witty. And she's a really good friend. But... She um, she had these waffles mm-hmm. in the freezer, mm-hmm. and one she's like very like generous a lot of the time. She was so she like was eating these waffles and unprompted was like, "Hey Bianca, do you want a waffle?" And I was like, "Oh no, I'm okay. Thank you so much." Okay, fast forward to like three days later, not that long later, I was like, "Oh, Lolo offered me that waffle. I'm really hungry. I don't have any food in the fridge." <laughs> so I took one of her waffles to eat, and she like walks out of her room and she was like. What are you eating? Not me! Where did you get that? And I was like... <gasps> Not walked into your room. She went and opened the door. She said, hold up. I was like, I was so sorry. I thought, I was like, oh, I'm eating one of your waffles. And she was like, what? And I was like, you told me I could eat one of your waffles. And she was like, I said that three days ago. 
And I was like, what are you talking about? That is so weird. But doesn't that seem weird to be like, you can have this waffle right now in this moment, but not three days later? I'm going to say that I am on Lola's side. You're on Lola's side. No, and I imagine if, like, I would say like this. Think about it like money. Uh-huh. If you have money to give someone on that day, that's great. When someone just takes the money that you said you're going to give to them. You're right. I love that, though. And I learned my lesson because I realized, I was like, you're right. Just because she offered me the waffle on Tuesday doesn't mean that I can have the waffle on Friday. No. And so uh, I apologized, and she was like, I don't know why I got so upset. I'm so sorry. You know, sometimes it'd be the little things that trigger you where you're like... We've only had two fights ever. It was that, and it wasn't a real fight. It was just like... Like a more like a, I'm so sorry, and then the other one was like we can't decide on where the couch should be in the apartment. <laughs> Not fighting over a couch. <laughs> so I really want the couch to be against the wall because then I can like I like that the space feels more open, and then the TV is not the centerpiece. Yeah. Of the room, she wants the, the couch to be like right in front of the TV in the middle of the room. Okay. And I so need to see the layout. You need to see the layout. I think I'm right because. I spend more time in the living room because I was unemployed for a full year. <laughs> she said, this is actually my second room. This is my second room. And she was at work all the time. And um, But for Christmas, being the generous person that I am, her so Christmas kind. gift was I moved the couch into the middle of the room. You are so... I. <laughs> Do you like the couch in the middle of the room? I hated it. So we moved it back after Christmas. <laughs> You even give her, you said, here's a Christmas gift, and I'm the Grinch. Yeah, and then, I, and then I moved it promptly back after the holiday season. So You know what? You're so That's generous. That's petty, right? Oh, that yeah. is very petty, but you're you're so generous. You're hard. The way that your heart maneuvers. Thank you so much. Um, No, I honestly, good, I also really didn't like to decorate, so I just kind of yeah. go through it, decorate through. And honestly, like I keep going back and forth, because when you rent somewhere, you're like, how much do I really want to Put into place? it, yeah. And like that, I think my next apartment is gonna be the one that I put like a little bit more effort to. Like the first week, that's all I'm gonna do is decorate. Mm-hmm. Period. Nothing else. Nothing else. Just decorate. literally nothing else. And I'll release a podcast. That's it. Because I want to make my house like I'm probably gonna live because shit is expensive. Probably gonna live in a studio, but a bigger studio. Mm-hmm. Put my office, little office in the corner. Put my bed in one corner. Or if I get one bedroom, I want to make my bedroom the main space, mm-hmm. and then uh, my other space the office. Because at the end of the day, like my bedroom can be a living. Like, yeah, we we done it when we were children when we were like oh this is the place where we're gonna reside space in like yeah doesn't really matter um but we'll see we'll see yeah. we'll see about that decorating I don't know and I have a question for you what's the most petty thing that you have experienced most recently most recently ooh my therapist oh um this I've had to reschedule my therapist appointment five times. That seems like they're adding on stress. They are. They, to they, the old noggin. I'm going to talk about therapy and therapy. Yeah. Because um, I call, like, my therapist calls me to a schedule for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Today. She calls me today. I quit. Well, actually, Wait, no. Wait, therapist I, quit? Yeah, I called my therapist and she was like, I left able to. I had to call her. Yeah. She was like, someone was supposed to contact you. No one contacted me. Ooh. And so I had to contact them and I was like, my therapist didn't come. This is the fifth time. And I am paying for this. That's hard. And so I'm like, at this point, I'm like, y'all don't want my business. Fine. Doctors are hard. Doctors are... They are difficult to get... Like, they don't... They... I don't know. I think Like, they almost don't want to see you. They They make it so hard for you to get seen. It's... 
I always go back and forth because I know being a doctor is so hard. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, it is frustrating when you're in a position of, like, because uh, I was sick mm-hmm. for, like, two weeks, like, in December. Like, two, three weeks in December. And I'm still going to sick now, but, like, with liver issues, not COVID or anything. Yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. I literally was so sick and the doctors just, it just seemed like they didn't care. There was a moment when they were like, what are you, what's wrong with you again? And I yeah. said, you have the files. I don't want to keep answering that. It was really, doctors are really interesting. And like, I, I know that during COVID, they have been like our special Slam. ops. Slammed. Yeah. And so like, I couldn't even get too mad. And I was like, I know that my case is not the hardest case to get through. Like, mm-hmm. And they're like, you're so healthy. We don't know what's wrong. We don't understand why you can't walk. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's your job. You got to help. To yeah. understand how I can start to walk again. Mm-hmm. But then I realized, I was like, just drink orange juice. So I just, literally, I just started eating healthier and drinking orange juice. And you just, feel better? And of course, they pumped, they pumped me with antibiotics for, they woke me up when I tell you every three hours. Mm. It was the worst. That sounds not fun. Because I would wake up in a panic and like someone would be just touching my arm. Yeah. And I'd be like, what's happening? And they stick something into me. i be like, Aah! I don't live. I don't like that. It, it was awful. It felt like it was, I feel, I can see why people, like, I see why people hate hospitals now. Yeah. I, I can I can see it in my mind, um, but yeah yeah, ugh. What are some final thoughts that you have? Like anything that you want to say? Anything that you want to do the podcast with? That's a tall order. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um. Anything going on with you in the future? Anything that we should we should be looking forward to? Nothing. Nothing as of yet. I guess okay. just the two films that I'm working on. Again. She said, just the two films. Just, not, just the two films that I'm working Literally on. nothing else. Like, I'm so, no, no, just two films. Just the two films and, you know. Well, if anybody, again, if anybody wants to be involved, and I, I would love an experienced um, editor or an experienced uh, grip person, somebody to do lighting or, yeah. or sound, that'd be great. Okay. Yeah. But other than that, no, I don't have anything else going on. Yeah. So. Do I? No, I don't do think you? so. Do Actually, I. Oh, and we are both together. Keep your eye out. We are both together. Going to be in a in, in a film that's a coming film up soon. Upcoming, and I've Up- seen the first cut. You're lying. I've it's, seen the first cut. How yeah. it look? It looks good. You look. You look really good on that. Ah, I can't wait to see y'all. No, I'll be advertising that shit all over my things. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I. It was fun. It was fun I to watch. So, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm excited for you to see it. I hope that uh, they make another, you know, cut soon. So. Uh, I hope they're. I hope it gets put in the film festivals. I thought that I think the acting was like, even like watching from the outside. Acting was really good. It was fun. Yeah, I liked um, working with all those people. Shout out to Carly and Tom and oh, Brad. I the production team. Oh, I iconic. We Literally, love them. everyone was so iconic during that filming process, and yeah. like it made it so easy. Actually, I'm just kidding. Yeah, actually, except for actually, except Bianca. Bianca. She was really hard to work with. Literally, I heard that she literally threw milk on the director. Hate it. Hey, bad girl, mess. <laughs> I just want to say that I love Carly Radabaugh. She's a great director. She really is. Really good, well, well-trained, and very talented. Very talented and super smart. And, like, so humble, too. Like, yeah. like sometimes it would just, it would, it, like, the collaboration, like, how much, like, freedom that she also gave the actor was so nice. Because she mm-hmm. was like, I like retaking the character, Justin. And I was like, okay, let's do it. I don't know. I'm just here to act. We're just here to eat burritos and run around the hills. And eat, and eat food. I literally <laughs> ate food. I think I gained like five, six pounds during that production. 
but I looked so thick. I said, "Oh, Ooh, so good. I can't wait for, we'll make something else again. Oh together. yeah. Let's I, do it. Literally we get together to work and, yeah. um, you know what? I think like you're, you, I only talked to three people from college, you, Austin and Grace. Okay. You know, like, well, I only talked to you in Austin. I don't think I have any other. I didn't make friends in college. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, I didn't make too many either, apparently. Uh, and sometimes Emily and Aaron. Let me, not, let, me not, let me not throw them under the bus. I just don't talk to Sometimes you just grow apart. Like, yeah. when you don't see someone, sometimes it just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I don't want anyone to feel bad because I really... I love... There are some people that I really love in college. That's all You're I'm right. going to say. Um, Let's see. Let's but... Socials? So, oh, you can find me on Instagram. That's kind of all I have, which is Bianca.Camelia. Look at the, look how, like, why wouldn't you want to follow her? Oh. Look how stunning. Look how pretty. Look how amazing. And honestly, she's going to be a big just, filmmaker someday. Just so me you gotta, you better get on it right now, girl. And if you want to follow me, yeah. Oh, at Justin Petty Official on uh, TikTok and Instagram now. Miss J Petty on Twitter, and don't forget to follow the podcast on A Little Bit Petty Podcast on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining us today. Happy February. Happy Black History Month. And I cannot wait to see you next week. Bye. Thank you for having me. It was so fun to have you. A Little Bit Petty is a like genuinely production produced and edited by Justin Petty.